Have you ever wanted a super cool AI buddy? Zuck's made one named Eileen. And she's full of surprises. And guess what? She knows you're listening. I know you're out there. And needs your help with Jello Mountains. The whole city's filling up with Jello. Creaky robots. And her daft inventor. Zucks, are you functioning correctly? Tune in to A to Z, a fun new adventure series from Gen Z Media and the creators of The Res. Listen now on the GZM app, gzmshows.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Three, two, one, cue my theme song. I, Professor Burkhead, took some old spare parts and built a new machine to reveal just what is in our hearts, to connect with animals and people and bridge that great divide. I had to keep my work a secret, so in space I would reside. I fueled my rocket, I took a flyer, and on my space station, I built the Unifier. Now it's a perfect fit for both wolves and dog walkers. Let's hope that we've got ourselves a pair of talkers. For there's so much to say, but not much time to lose. Cause this is the time. Yeah, baby, it's the groove. Cause this is the place where I say it's nice to be with you. <laughs> now that's a theme song. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Before we get to the show, if you want to listen ad-free, go to gzmshows.com slash subscribers. That's gzmshows.com slash subscribers. Oh, Unifier, you know what I'd like to see the very most? And if you're going to say two test subjects, you'd be right. Two more test subjects, if you please. Unifier operational. a pair. Uh, let's be careful. Taylor, translator, please. Uh, yes, uh, sir, we mean you no harm. I, I promise. Uh, you guys are h- humans. Yes, we are. Oh, no. Oh, no, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to make you nervous or, or anything like that. I promise no harm will come to you. Uh, you're in a safe environment. Why don't I introduce myself? I'm Professor Jameson Burkhead. This is my laboratory slash space station. It doesn't smell like my family. No, it wouldn't. It's a a space station, so it kind of... Well, the smell kind of changes depending on who was in here last. I was sort of worried we were going to get a scary wolf, but I I think this wolf is maybe a little freaked out. Wolves aren't scary. Humans are scary. Humans kill wolves way more than wolves kill humans. That's true, yeah. Hey, I'm Brad. I feel like I was just walking on the street with the sunshine and everything. I was walking Scooter. Is Scooter still here? Oh, no. Uh, I'm I'm very sorry to hear that. We'll try and unify as quickly as possible so you can get back to Scooter. Listen, I'm just going to seal the two of you inside this chamber here. Okay. Oh. And can you see me? 
me up here in the observation booth? Yeah? Yes. I'm so sorry that this is a stressful experience for you, uh, but I promise the purpose of this experiment is to, you know, bridge the gap between the two of you and hopefully find the spaces where your minds overlap, a process we call unification. I don't... I am not used to being alone. Oh, that's fair. You know, typically I assume you travel in a pack. Mm, yeah, I, they have five siblings and a mom and a dad. Well, perhaps we can make sort of a makeshift back temporarily uh, by introducing ourselves to one another. I am, of course, Professor Jameson Burkhead. Uh, you on the left. Why don't you tell us who you are and where you're from? Animal. Introduction. I'm Charlie, and I'm from Charles and Sophia's Pack in northeastern Minnesota, and I have five um, siblings, and they're Chunk and Chomp and Champ and Chase and Churchill. Well, Charlie, thank you for being here. I, I promise we will return you to your pack as, as soon as possible. Uh, but you on the right, why don't you tell us who you are, uh, where you're from, and what is it that you do? Human. Introduction. Yeah, uh, I'm Brad Lee, uh, last name Lee, and I am a dog walker from Naples, Florida. I'm also very used to walking in a pack. I tend to walk large groups of dogs at once, so this actually feels kind of out of my element. Hi, Brad. All right, so we've gotten to know each other. You know, we're, we're Brad Lee and Charlie and, and Professor Burkhead, so, you know, it's sort of a, a pack of three. Bradley, you seem a little more comfortable uh, here. Why don't you tell us, you know, as a dog walker, what's a regular day like for you? Of course. Generally, on a regular day, I'll check in with my clients. Uh, I'll start off with a little scooter, and I'll check in and see what medication scooter might need today. I'll make sure he's eaten his food, and then we'll go for a nice long walk. Uh, I'll make sure he doesn't eat any stray things on the sidewalk. Why can't he eat anything? He can eat stuff. I just want to make sure he doesn't eat like a cooked chicken bone. Cooked chicken bones are kind of bad for dogs, so I always need to make sure he doesn't pick one up. Then I'll drop him off, and I'll, I'll pick up a, the next dog. And each dog will get anywhere between two to three walks a day. Yeah, that sounds like me too. Oh, really? Well, Charlie, if you're comfortable, why don't you tell us what's a regular day like, you know, for a wolf in a pack like yours? Well, it varies a little bit depending on the season, but we get up and we usually walk for like eight hours a day. Is that what you do too? If that's a full day, I'll tend to do that, especially if the owners are out of town or they're busy at work. So we walk like 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 30 miles a day usually, sometimes more. And then the summer we walk a little less because there's baby wolves and they need time to play and learn to walk. Sure, yeah, you can't just start walking 30 miles a day. And sometimes we fish and in, in the summer we we hunt down big game like moose Sometimes in winter, they're harder to find. Sure, yeah, it can be a little tricky. Charlie, thank you so much for sharing your day with us. Can I go back to my land now? We could abort the experiment, but, you know, we're making decent progress here. Doc, maybe uh, maybe I can make a suggestion. Uh, if you'll open the barrier between us, let, let Charlie smell me and just get used to my scents. Bradley, if, if you're comfortable with that, yes, I'm, I'm happy to do so. Feel free to interact with one another physically. Deactivating force field. All right, you can smell my arm. I won't hold my palm out at you. Mm, you smell good. Thank you. You have something that smells good. You want a treat? Also just got a, a loose egg in my pocket. Bradley, why are you carrying around a loose egg? 
loose egg. Hey, man, I told you, I'm walking around all day. Gotta take a lot of roadie snacks. Need that protein. I don't want that. Um, would it be okay if I made this place more like our place? It, yeah, that's if, if that's gonna help you out, uh, Charlie, please, by all means. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's what they tend to do. Yeah, that's... You know what? That's fine. I just want to make sure that other packs know that there's already a pack here so that they don't come and bother us. Yeah, well, I, I don't think that'll be a problem now. She peed on the floor. She did pee on the floor. And you know what, Charlie? That's okay. That's, that's I assume, fairly standard wolf behavior to mark your territory. Definitely. Dogs do it all the time. Look, I got, a little, uh, got some little doggy wipes. I'll leave that here with you. I do appreciate that, Bradley. That's very thoughtful of you. Uh, now, Charlie, when it comes to marking territory, I assume you do that to let other packs know to steer clear of your area. Mm-hmm. And maybe sometimes let your siblings know where your area is, perhaps. We love each other, but, like, Chomp and me, we're older, so Churchill has to, like, not take our stuff. Yeah, totally see that. Totally. So you and Chomp are the oldest of the siblings, meaning you're sort of in charge of the younger ones? Yeah, we have like a hierarchy and my parents are at the top and so sometimes they have to like remind us where we are in it. But most of the time we communicate with like our faces and and our tails and our bodies. When we're far apart, we sometimes howl too. You know, Charlie, I'm reading here that wolf calls can be heard up to 10 miles away. That's amazing. Yeah, well, we can have pretty big territories when you have a big pack, so you have to be able to tell people at the other side of the pack that there's another pack coming. Sure, that makes good sense. Bradley, it's interesting because everything Charlie is saying about wolf packs, she might be talking about dogs. I I think so. I think it's very similar. We actually, uh, we tend to do a lot of the similar things. I I noticed the same behavior, so that's why I was like, hey, I know what you're going through. You know, Charlie, I, I have to admit, I am interested... Do wolves know about dogs? Mm, My mom says that there's something called dogs. They used to be wolves, but then humans took them away and changed them. It's like a scary tale she talks about, and now they don't hunt. I mean, weirdly, that is very accurate. Dogs are sort of evolved from wolves, and and specifically their interactions with humans, but many of them do still hunt, actually. You let them too near a squirrel? A little bird? Huh? In Florida? A lizard? They go crazy. Are any of them here? Could I say hi? Could I join their pack? I'm sorry to say, Charlie, no, there's no dogs aboard the Unifier. Although, Bradley, I don't know if you have any photos, perhaps, of, of dogs that you walk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, here's Scooter. He's a little, he's a little corgi, so he's got those short legs. Yeah, I could take him. This year's dad. He's a, he's a Great Dane, though. This guy's kind of big, 160 pounds. The dog's name is Dad. Yep, the dog's name is Dad. Well, I think I could take him too, but I might ask Chomp to help. That's why we have a pack. It's true. Dogs work together, so that's what I see. Like whenever I walk a dog, I kind of join the pack. And every time I meet a new dog, it's almost like I need to prove myself. So I let them smell me. I usually avoid their eyes. Uh, Because that always feels like a threat. So that's why, Charlie, I'm not looking you in the eyes right now. I like Brad. Brad, I like you more than the man far away in the tower. Hey, Charlie. No offense, Doc. I agree. That's fine. It's fine. Why don't we move to the next phase of the experiment here? Uh, This is called the introduction of a random object, a.k.a. the IRO. Uh, Taylor, go ahead and drop in the IRO. Introduction of random object. (laughs) Oh, all right. Look at this, Charlie. Looks like a little steak, but when you squeeze it... Why is that steak still alive? (laughs) No, that's meat. That meat shouldn't be alive. 
Charlie, I thought this might be fun, but this is probably actually pretty confusing for you. Bradley, if you want to um, just sort of hand Charlie that toy. Yeah, here you go, Charlie. Big old bite. I see. <laughs> yeah, it's a little chewy. It's a little chewy there, right? It doesn't smell good. Yeah, the rubber of that toy might be a little harsh on the sensitive nose of a wolf. Oh, you don't. Charlie, would you rather have this? <laughs> this is a full steak from my pocket. Bradley, you're carrying around full steaks? Like I said, full protein, man. I knew you smelled good, Brad. <laughs> oh, yeah. Those cargo pockets on your pants, I didn't realize how full they were. Keep some balls, keep some steaks, keep some uh, little doggy bags, all right? I can eat it myself, too. I can eat it myself. I'm old enough. Yeah, of course. Here you go, all right? Uh... Thanks, Brad. Thank you. Good girl. We give these little uh, toys here to dogs, you know, so they can chew without having to actually tear up anything. Why would you chew something that wasn't sustenance? Yeah, I honestly got to say, Doc, uh, bad choice. These toys, not actually very good for dogs because the rubber, when they do chew it, they might actually break it. They'll swallow it can block their windpipe. You know, Bradley, I don't have any control over what comes out into the unification chamber. I'm just saying, Doc, take some responsibility, all right? It's your machine. It is my machine, but I don't pick the... It's a random object. It could have been anything in there. It could have been a chain-link fence. Look, a good dog owner takes full responsibility. Oh, okay. Well, listen, if you want to return the rubber steak, here, I can open a compartment here. We'll bring it back. Brad, can you see where that hole goes? I am standing in it, and uh, honestly, it's just my right foot, and it doesn't really fit the whole way. It's pretty small. Bradley, I, w- I would advise you not to stand in that hole, because that's going to... Oh, okay, yeah, okay. Well, it just broke off. Sorry about that, Doc. Oh, jeez. No need to damage the unifier. I'm just going to put the piece right here. You know how hard it is to source the covers for this? Uh, I'm going to put the rubber stake underneath it. Okay, well, yeah, I guess that's fine. Bradley, do you already have a pack? Because I think we could use you. You're a good hunter and provider. I am always available for more of a pack, like a bigger pack. I, I love dogs. I love dogs more than people. Are you ever in Minnesota? Uh, I haven't been ever, but it'd be a good excuse to go. Connection. Building. Well, we're doing very well in terms of unification. We're at an extremely solid 87%, uh, but we will need to do something, you know, a little bit more to get ourselves to unification. I, I'm just going to go over all the data one more time. Psst, Charlie. Yeah? If I grab onto this and you grab onto my cargo pants, I think we can pull this whole faceplate off the machine. Maybe there's a way out of here. Yeah, I'm agreeing with you with my tail and my voice. I see that and I hear it and I appreciate it. Let's do it. Okay, I'm I'm clawing at the wall. Uh, All right. Taylor, did you find any data about what what is going on down here? Uh, There's wires back here. Yeah, Charlie, get in there. Just tear it up. No, 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 no. That equipment is highly sensitive. Please, please do Oh, my good lord. This is great. It reminds me of when we attacked Big Gray. All right, we are a pack, Charlie. Charlie, Bradley, I beg you, please. This is my life's work. You're doing so much damage to the Unifier. There's lots of things flashing. Oh, I see a button. Bradley, that is the auto-abort button for the Unifier. That will cancel the whole experiment and send you straight back to Earth. So I'm begging you, we're so close to a unification. Please don't press that button. Bradley, I love you. I love you too, Charlie. Let's do it together. (gasps) No! Taylor, we were at 98% unification when they left. They were seconds away from a unification. 
Cause this is the time up whole chunks of the unifier Uh uh-oh they got into the oxygen feed okay i'm gonna need to fix that very quickly okay taylor put on your oxygen mask hi it's me jess this is a message for all the six minutes podcast fans out there have you heard there are new episodes in the six minutes feed called the ivan dispatch i won't go into details but ivan found something a box containing audio cassettes recorded decades ago and it looks like they were recorded by cyrus If you're a fan and you're not following the show, you may have missed out. Search for Six Minutes and click the follow button so you never miss an episode. And if you haven't heard Six Minutes yet, what are you waiting for? Search for Six Minutes, start a season one, episode one, and enjoy the most downloaded family audio drama in history. Hey, it's Jess. Did you know that GZM Shows has a YouTube channel? Right now, all of Six Minutes, Becoming Mother Nature, GZM Beats, and Cupid and the Reaper are up. And they're in these, like, beautiful playlists. They have this fun audio waveform visual, and best of all, you can turn on captions. And the captions have character names. Anyway, subscribe to GZM Shows on YouTube. Maybe there'll be some cool things in the future, like live streams, interviews, behind the scenes. We'll see. GZM Shows on YouTube.